can go ahead and call it at three o'clock in the morning and it, you know it doesn't need coffee breaks it doesn't need to go have lunch it doesn't <laughs> you know i mean if you just really learn how to how to use ai to your advantage welcome to minding bliss the podcast where we embark on a journey to unlock the incredible potential of your mindset join me as i dive deep into the profound impact your mindset has on your path as a mompreneur i'm your host jessica a passionate and dedicated mindset and habits coach and i am here to guide you on a transformative path where your mindset, habits, and goals merge to help you create a blissful life. Each week, we'll explore powerful strategies, inspiring stories, and expert insights to help you conquer your mindset, overcome obstacles, and thrive in both your business and motherhood. Whether you're a mompreneur juggling all the demands of family and entrepreneurship or seeking personal growth, this is the place for you. Get ready to transform your mindset, find the motivation that you need, and take action to create the results that you want. So grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and let's get started on this incredible journey together. Welcome to Minding Bliss. Hey mama, welcome to another episode of Minding Bliss. Today I am thrilled to announce who we have on our podcast. Her name is Talisa Pina. She is a social media strategist specializing in businesses that serve children and their families. She loves to make her clients feel empowered as a true authority in their field on social media. Together, they cut through the noise of social media saturation and inauthenticity by building authentic connections that make lasting impressions. As she says it, that's how we turn followers into loyal clients. So let's go ahead and welcome Talisa to her show. Talisa, thank you so much for joining me. Can you just guess why I'm so excited to have you here? Uh, I could just imagine. <laughs> I'm ready to drop all the golden nuggets. Oh, yes, <laughs> please do. Because I'm telling you, like when we connected, I was like, first of all, as a mompreneur, I know how overwhelming it can be to have social media. And you, as a social media guru, you're just going to drop all the bombs, which we need and all the strategies and techniques that we need as mompreneurs. Yes. And I was honestly so excited for this interview. Like I woke up today and I'm like, I'm going to be meeting with Talisa and she is going to help these mamas, including myself, be smarter with social media, specifically Instagram. Cause I, I mean, I know, you know how overwhelming and yeah. stressful it can be. It, it can definitely be overwhelming, but I think like the main thing that we need to focus on is just having fun on social media again. I think once we start focusing on having fun and it not being so, such a a burden and more like I get to do this, our mindset's going to change big time. So we'll be able to definitely talk about that more. Yes, I love that. Well, thank you because first of all, I have to say that I just love that you said mindset. As a mindset and habits coach myself, I'm just, I'm all about mindset and I can't stress enough the importance of that. And it's true. Oh my goodness. When you switch your mindset, even about social media, mm -hmm. things change. And I love, yeah. I love that it's about having fun with it. So anyways, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but, um, to get started, I love to hear more about your journey. So can you share your journey to becoming a social media strategist and consultant and how your experiences have influenced your approach to helping mompreneurs succeed on social media? Oh, well, buckle up for this ride. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I um, was actually a teacher, a high school teacher for 12 years. So um, yeah, I most recently taught at an all boys school, all boy private school. So that was a lot of fun. And um when I 
became pregnant with my second child, I was like, man, I don't know if I want to go back to teaching because I was fortunate enough to take a year off with my first, but I didn't just want to take a year off with my second. I knew she was going to be my last one. So, you know, I went into my whole like mama mode. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And I love teaching, but it's, I mean, we, we don't need to get into what teaching involves, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I um I had always dabbled with social media for um, different businesses and just um with actually with my husband's dad's business, with my own dad's business. And then, you know, as teachers, we always have little side hustles going on. So I, with my own little businesses, I don't know if they're yeah. actually considered businesses, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> It I when I left for my maternity leave, I'm like, I I I want to extend this as much as possible. And I started actually working as a VA, which for those of you that don't know, it's a virtual assistant. And I was, but I was specializing in social media, right? And then I was like, wait, why am I getting paid as a VA when I'm not really doing VA work? I'm doing social media manager work. So as a teacher would, I went in and I just wanted to learn everything, right? I wanted to be the best at it. And so I started taking all these courses and I just really went into it. And then I decided, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go off on my own and I'm I'm going to pursue this. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, I went in and I took all the courses and I'm like, I'm going to be the best that I can at this all while raising kids and really living my ultimately my dream life right so I don't have to when when the kids have some sort of I don't know harvest festival which we have next week I don't have to take time off for that I can be the room mom which is why I was a few minutes late to this podcast because I was taking care of room mom stuff <laughs> so, it yeah, happens you know so I'm really um so that is just the whole ride of how I got here it's from teacher wow. to social media strategist. And ultimately, um, I just, I don't know about recently, but I did make a post about why working with me is different than working with somebody else. I was never a teacher. I essentially had to market myself to my students all the time. Remember I taught high school. So I had to be like, listen, you want to learn from me because of X, Y, Z, this is what you can get from me, which is marketing. Right. So I had to position myself always as the expert. Again, that's marketing. That's building the relationship, having them trust you to, to for them to want to learn from you. And ultimately, buy, not, I mean, obviously, the students are not buying from me, but they'll be buying the knowledge from me. They'll be welcoming the knowledge from me. So although I wasn't in marketing, I learned about marketing through that. Obviously, you know, that's just the type of teacher that I was. Um, there are different types of teachers, but th- that's, that's who I am. And I mean, gosh, I should actually get reviews from former students that <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No, that's so true. And you know, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur is that first of all, you don't need a degree to, mm-hmm. to be a social media manager, to be a VA. I actually started as a VA as well back when I started my business. And so, you know, I understand the whole being at a nine to five, having your job, and then starting this online space as a VA. And to be honest, you kind of start not knowing what you want to do. And a lot of people say, you know, niche down, which I'm I'm all for that. Like I'm all, you got to niche down. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting out specifically as a VA, you don't really know who you like to work with, what you like to do. Right. But as you have different experiences, maybe with different clients, you start to realize kind of like what you did. Oh, I'm doing social media and I'm good at it and I like it. I'm going to be a social media strategist or consultant. And 
that is, that is amazing. I just loved hearing your story, your journey on how, how you became what you do now. And I can only imagine all the value that you provide to your clients and in your programs and in your coaching, because it is so important. I feel like in today's day, if you don't have social media and you have an online business, well, first of all, that doesn't, those two don't go together. Like you got to have social media if you have an online business, especially. Mm -hmm. Especially. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's very few, um, actually you need to you need no matter what business you're in because I, I what I was about to say was going to be wrong there no matter what business you're in you need to have an online presence a social media presence yes that, it, it might not be necessarily Instagram though you know it yeah. might be LinkedIn so that's um something important to remember because I did work one time with a government contractor for their Instagram that was a waste of time for them and I would and I told them I'm like look yes. this isn't where you need to be okay like audience. I'm yeah yeah it's this is not your target audience I mean there's you're not you're never gonna get a ROI on this you yeah. need to be over on LinkedIn. LinkedIn you know um getting that situation going for you because here I mean there what do you <laughs> there's nothing yeah. you here it's you true know? it's so like you're very important it's so true. I couldn't agree more because yeah, I mean, these different, sure, you can have all the platforms, but I mean, when you're starting out, just master one platform, you know, that's what oh, all the coaches, sure. all the social media managers say, like master one platform and go to the one where your audience is, like you said to this yes. contractor, Instagram might not be the space for you. Exactly. So that was, yeah. that was um so good what you mentioned. So I guess like my following question that I have and I know that mamas are going to benefit so much from what you are going to be sharing today because this is a struggle social media is a struggle we have to be consistent you know we have to show up and it's hard especially as a mompreneur as a mother mm-hmm. entrepreneur it can be tough so with that being said what are the most common challenges mompreneurs face when trying to establish a strong social media presence and how do you recommend they overcome these challenges Oh man I I think so many people have different types of challenges so I do work with mostly moms right now right but everybody kind of has their own set of challenges so whether it's time whether it's the fear of showing up Right. So I actually I just uh, signed on a one on one client that she's like, I, I I'm scared of showing up. I don't know what to do. I'm not a performer. I'm like, we're not asking you to perform. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not. And she goes, no, because I don't know how to do the trending audio. I'm not going to be dancing. I'm like, no, 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 no. If that is not your brand, if that is not your personality, I don't want you to dance because it, I, I mean, we're all going to see right through it. You know, I yep. mean, I'm not dancing. You know, and it, uh, <laughs> I've tried some dancing ones and I watch it back. I'm like, mm, that's cringy. We're not doing that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, this is why I don't dance. <laughs> not it. This is not it. <laughs> but then I have, um, I have a friend of mine that she's a speech pathologist, just a friend, not a client. And she does dancing videos, but she was a dancer in college. So yeah. it fits it's her brand and it works for her and it comes naturally to her. So um, I think 
back to your question that what is a challenge is about what um a challenge that people feel it's they don't feel natural that's because yeah. they're trying to force things right if you don't want to stand there and listen to an audio and point at the screen <laughs> don't if gosh if you don't even want to speak on camera at first don't you know you have to start with what feels comfortable and what i tell um pretty much anybody that i'll listen to is that if you go on my instagram right now and you hear me talking to the camera you'll be like oh my gosh she's such a natural she's so good at this blah 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 that took practice that took practice don't think that just because i was able to teach and stand in front of crowds that I was that I'm automatically you know able to talk into a camera I was not I remember clearly before I ever did this I had a friend of mine that she became a mommy influencer right um I don't she got she got pretty big there um and she would just talk into the camera and I remember clearly thinking there's no way I would ever be able to do that like there is no way I don't care how much you pay me I do not there's no way honestly look at me now why because first of all I kind of knew I had to because my business depended I knew I had to build that trust with my clients but I was nowhere near what I am now back when I first started and on my own only for a year and a half I mean, but it's just, it's practice. It's it's just like anything else. I mean, you can't expect the first few steps that your child takes to be perfect, right? They're taking the steps, which is huge, right? We're getting there, but gosh, it's going to take a while to, so you feel like it's natural, right? Absolutely. That's so true. I love the analogy that you just mentioned about, um, you know, our children are when they're babies, when they're toddlers, they're learning to walk. And it's so amazing to see how, how often they fall and they literally just get right back up. It's like instantly. Right. And how many times do we Mm -hmm. do that? Sometimes we fall and then we dwell there and then we just overthink a thousand things and how it's going to be just so hard to get back up and all the things because Mm -hmm. it's so much bigger in our heads than what it actually is Mm -hmm. but it is just it's practice it's like a muscle the only way for it to get stronger is to continue practicing you know I'm when I um had shift or not shifted pivoted my business I remember I was talking to my business coach and he was recommending to, you know, same thing that you were saying, you know, for your business, you got to show up, talk to the camera, because that's one way you're going to build trust. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I was like, ah, no way. Like, it just doesn't come natural. Like even to create a reel, it would take me like, it would take me like four hours to create what, like a 30 second reel, because I was mm-hmm. being a perfectionist. Like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't say this right. I was like scripting everything. And I remember I told him, I was like, Hey, can I just do carousels? And can I just like do like the infographics and not have to do reels? He's like, sure. But the only way you're going to get better speaking to the camera is by doing it. So I was like trying to find my way out of like not showing up on camera. And he's like, I mean, you can, if you want to, but to be honest, you just got to do it. And that was, I was really hoping he wasn't going to say that. (laughs) So (laughs) he did. And I was like, all right, sounds good. So then I just started practicing, practicing. Now it doesn't take me four hours, probably like 10 minutes or less. And mm-hmm. um, I have to say that I've gotten better. But if I look at my first few videos, which wasn't too long ago, I cringe. I'm like, I almost want to pull those down, take them down. But I'm like, no, this is part of 
this is part of progress. This is this is what it's all about. You should see those honestly, like a, a badge of honor. Think about how many people yeah. just don't even take that step. Don't even take that step. Don't even, I mean, you really have to just really believe in yourself and where and, and see those and be like, look how far I've come. And and I feel like people can relate to that even more because I've always see is like perfection online. I yeah. mean, they're not going to be able to relate to you. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, <clears throat> I saw, I, I can't remember the creator, but I did see recently somebody that she was saying that her engagement was way down. And it was because she was only doing reels, which is the exact opposite of what you're telling me. But it was that yeah. she was only doing reels because for her reels are easier versus a carousel that you actually have to sit down, you have to yeah. design, you have to write it out. Um, and that her audience actually responds better to carousels or to more of a variety. And so that kind of goes back to what I was saying that if you don't really want to do certain things, don't you don't have to do it. You can sprinkle in. I'm not telling you to never speak on camera. If you don't like speaking on camera as a reel, get on stories. It's so yeah. much more casual there, right? It's almost like, you know, a temporary TikTok, right? T- TikTok is way more casual than Instagram. Yeah. So, you know, you have to no matter what you do have to show up, but it just depends on your um wow, <laughs> on 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 what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that. Mom brain is a real thing. I'm telling oh you. Oh my gosh. I was like, well, <laughs> if somebody could find my brain and bring it back, I could really use it right now. Thank you. <laughs> sentence. Where did, what was I saying? So yeah. no, you're totally good. Um, but I love that you're saying that because so often we force ourselves to try to do something that we don't want to do, but everybody else is doing it. And so we got to do it. Now, I'm not saying to not step out of your comfort zone. Like, yeah, try new things, test them out, you know. But like you said, if you don't want to freaking dance, don't dance. Like, that's not your thing. Don't, because you 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 said it. You said it. We're going to read right through you. It's going to be so noticeable. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can tell yep. when people are being genuine and honest or when they're, trying to put up put up um uh what's the word okay now it's my turn I can't think of the word um trying to put up like a <laughs> a different face if that makes sense um like a facade you're the, putting up a facade. that's the word yeah it was close enough <laughs> so yeah and it's yeah. true hey, like we're listen teamwork makes the dream work okay when I can't come up with it you know you come up with exactly. it and vice versa we got this <laughs> collaboration <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. But it's so true, though. It's, yeah, we can read right through you. And, and it, and it's all about just being authentic. I mean, isn't that what social media is all about nowadays? And nowadays, right? And, and thank God for that. Because yeah, yeah, gone are the days of like Instagram perfect and Instagram models and all of that. People don't relate to that anymore, which is yeah. why you're seeing these massive influencers, even like the Kardashians, they're trying to be more relatable, because yeah. they know that that's what sells. It's right. True. So trying to show off like your fancy cars and your lavish lifestyle, like normal people can't relate to that. Right. They can. I mean, I have more chances of somebody relating to the laundry baskets behind me than if I were to be like sipping a, a super cool fruity drink on the beach, you know, in a bikini, yeah. which I have no business wearing anymore. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so, you know, we have to really make sure that we are being ourselves, being authentic. Um, 
because that is ultimately what creates relationships and then that's what sells so um we have to keep in mind that it's I can't really think of many niches that aren't essentially oversaturated at this point right there's a million of whatever you are right okay there's a million of me there's a million of you there's a million of my target audience so why is somebody going to work with me why is somebody going to work with you versus working with somebody else is because they resonate with you they see themselves in you they see your personality and they see that you know your stuff right because we can't only be putting out fun dancing videos we have to be showing up as authorities, but in an approachable way yeah. that people are not going to be scared to work with you either. Absolutely. I Yeah, you, you said that so perfectly because if you think about it, any coach that you have invested in for your own business, there are other coaches who do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But why them? Why did you pick mm-hmm. them? It's because you resonated with them. Mm-hmm. It's because they spoke to you. It's it's almost like they knew you from the inside out. It's like they were speaking your language. Yep. And it's almost like, how did you know I was thinking that? Or how did you know that's what I needed? Yep. Well, you you resonate with them. And, and that's exactly the other way around. These amazing ideal clients of ours will resonate with us if we are for them. And, right. and I, and it's all about being authentic. So I love research. Yeah. 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 yeah of course. <laughs> research is everything. A little research. A little strategy. And I love that you mentioned, you know, it's so true that in other words, like imposter syndrome just tries to creep in. And, yeah. um, I love the way that you handle that because it's about coming back to your roots. Like, mm-hmm. what do you enjoy? What do you love? What are you passionate about? And bring that, make it fun for social media. And I think, we have lost the fun of social media because we see it more as business. And so hence we say, I don't have time. And I, I know that the number one thing that moms struggle with is time. Like there's just never enough time, right? Because they have all the things going on. They have their kids, kids, sports, kids, dance, you name it. Right. And then when are they going to find time for, themselves, let alone posting on social media. So I guess that kind of takes me to my other question, which is, I know that, like I said, so many moms struggle with finding that balance of motherhood and entrepreneurship and so forth. So could you share some time efficient social media tips or maybe strategies to help them maintain a strong online presence without consuming too much of their time as a mom? Ooh, so we can take this in a few ways. Um, but I think I'm going to take it in my favorite way is utilizing AI. Mm, I <laughs> love that. Because AI really is, um, it's such a time saver. It's such a time saver. I mean, and you really just by knowing how to use it, which is it, it like it can, it can sound scary. I don't know how you feel about AI. So I understand that it can sound scary. It can sound daunting. But I feel like it's harder to learn how to use Instagram than it is than it is to learn how to use AI. It is so easy. Um, something as simple as ChatGPT. I mean, I 
if you just learn how to speak to it and use it as the powerful assistant that it is that you can go ahead and call it at three o'clock in the morning and it, you know, it doesn't need coffee breaks. It doesn't need to go have lunch. It doesn't, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you just really learn how to, how to use AI to your advantage and leverage it for, the, for everything that it is, it's going to be such a time saver. Um, if you just invest, honestly, I don't know, maybe three hours of your life total, right? At the beginning, it, I, I know I said total, but very, you know, just at the beginning, um, it's going to save you at least, I mean, gosh, I, I, I can't even imagine. I, I don't know how much it can save you, but I know it has at the very least 10x my, my, my productivity at the very least. And wow. that's that, that I'm not using it as much as I know I can. But yeah, definitely using AI would be the the, wow. the way to go. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. I remember the hardest part for me when I started using social media, specifically for business, was captions. Mm. Like, how, like, what what can I add? How do I add? Like, what am I supposed to say? So I love that you mentioned AI because AI made my life so much easier. Okay. Instead of so trying, awesome. yeah, I, I love AI because, and I don't use it just for social media. I literally use it for like everything from like meal planning to yep. my baby's having these symptoms. Like what, what does he have? You know, like literally for everything yes. and, yes. but specifically for social media, because it saves me so much time. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that you said like find the power of it, you know, talk to it as if it was a person. I think that's one thing that makes it different from Google. It's that Google, you always have to make it concise. Like you always have to figure out how to ask a paragraph that you want to a question that's a paragraph long to like a sentence or like a very short sentence and AI, you can talk to it as if it was and give it feedback and it'll go improving as you give it feedback. It's really the ultimate thing with AI is prompting it, but then people make prompts so much more difficult than it needs to be. So I'm just going to give you the easiest possible tip that I can give you. I mean, do I have a whole course on this? Yes, but I'm not going to make this a pitch fest. I'm going to tell you essentially just like the main, the main thing that if you're going to take anything away from AI is you're going to ask it, okay, um, I always say, hey, chat GPT, because I don't, I'm, I'm scared of it. So just in case like something takes over, I wanted to be like, oh, she was cool with me. So anyways, so, you know, I, I go, that. hey, chat GPT. And I say, please, and thank you. <laughs> We're using our manners. Gotta here. be polite. Gotta be polite. <laughs> I go, hey, chat GPT. Um, I need to write a caption for whatever. My Black Friday deal. It is this, that, and the other. You're going to give it as much information as you can. I want this written in my brand voice. Do you have, this is, this is the part that you need to add at the end of every output or input that you're giving it. Do you have any questions for me to, in order to ensure you're giving me the best output? And that's it. If not say whatever and get going, you know, you can, you can have, you can say, you know, buckle up. It doesn't matter. Um, but there it's going to start giving you questions. And when you're done answering those questions, you're going to ask it again. 
Do you have any additional questions? And sometimes it will, because maybe something that you answered in the questions, it wants a little bit more clarity on. And that is the easiest thing that you can do in order to really leverage AI and get it to work for you. You I love that. It's so true. And, you know, if you think about it, it's like when you like if I'm talking, as I'm talking to you, I can tell you, hey, can you help me create a caption? I need this to be very appealing, unique that, you know, nobody has used it before, but it needs to be persuasive and also fun. Like you just give them a list or give it a list. And it's true. And, and And I would say that even if it gives you something that you don't like, tell it like, I didn't like that. (laughs) Give me something else. Add this. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. That doesn't sound, or if you've already trained it to talk in your brand voice, this doesn't sound like me at all. I need you to try again. You know, do you need a reminder of what my brand voice is? Do you need more samples? Uh, You know, really, you have to treat it like an assistant. You're not going to give an assistant a a task of like, Hey, write a caption for me here. Mm-hmm. Cause the assistant's not going to know what to do the same way that AI is not going to know what to do. Yeah. Right. So you have to give it the same essentially training that you would a human, except mm-hmm. when it would take a week for the human to be trained, we're talking about 10 minutes for the AI. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's so, it's so true. I remember when AI came out, I just started playing with it. And it was like random things. And I used it specifically for like helping me with my program that I was creating. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is my target audience. This is what they need. Is there anything additional that I'm missing that I should keep in mind as I'm creating this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just honestly, it blew me away. Like it was almost kind of scary how much much information Uh it gives that you don't even... Like you have to, you have to think about this. You have to brainstorm you. This takes you days, months, even sometimes years to come up with maybe a program, a course, a whatever. And with chat GPT, that year goes to like an hour, maybe, maybe that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's that, but if you want to save time, invest a little bit of time learning AI, because I mean, it's the the return on time investment. It's I mean, I know I wow. said ten x. I would say even a hundred x. Yeah, honestly, um, because it really. It, I mean, so much so I believe in AI so much that I'm in this like huge community that it's to learn even more how to use AI for business and for marketing and all of that. Um, yeah. So I'm getting like super nerdy into it. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, I love that because that's only going to enhance your business even more and the way you market mm-hmm. yourself and the way you um, coach your clients. And I have to highlight what you said is invest a little bit of time mm-hmm. to, in other words, double your time. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like a lot of ROI, the, 100%. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of the times we think of as a mompreneur, I need more time. So by I need more time. It's like, okay, what, like, how are you going to help me double my time? And sometimes we don't think that in order to have more time, we have to use time. And that is using the time to learn a new skill Mm -hmm. like AI or delegate. You know, if you don't have the money to, or if you have the means to hire 
mm-hmm. a social media manager, whoever is able to do the one thing that you don't enjoy, then do that. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't, AI, AI's got it. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. I know there's a free version that it, okay, it's weird. Cause like on the phone, it asks, like it allows you to ask like three questions, I think for free per day, but on ChatGPT, yeah. Then the free I version. Don't know. I pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the when you I, pay for I, it, I don't think so actually because I a lot of my clients only have the free version. A lot of the people that I've trained on how to use ChatGPT, um, they started with the free version. I mean, they ended up upgrading it, yeah. but um, and I hadn't heard that, so I'm not, I'm not yes. sure, but maybe. So I have the phone. So I have the free version on my phone. It only allows me three questions a day, but the free version on my laptop, I can ask as many questions like, but do you, ha- is it, is it chat? Is it open AI? Yeah. Yeah. It's open AI. Okay. I don't know. Cause I, I know I have, I have, I have the app on my phone and I mean, gosh, the, the amount that I use it, I use it so much. I, mean, oh, I, I even know to write, uh, um, bedtime stories for my son at night like I'm like hey you know I need it to have <laughs> I want it I, I I need a guided meditation about xyz yes. and I need it to have 10 positive affirmations so that he falls asleep while listening to this every night every night I it gives me something new in a matter of five yeah. seconds I mean my son's name is Enzo and at night he's like um mama I want to listen to a story about xyz and I'm like okay bubble Boop. and I put it in <laughs> And it, it and like it already knows since it's, I've trained yeah. that specific chat, I, it already knows what I look for. Yeah, it's it honestly is amazing. Like if we could harness that power and if we could literally use its lim- not limits, like just go at it hard, yeah. we would be able to not only save so much time, but like you said, ten x, hundred x our business for sure. And for that's sure. that's that's powerful. That I think that's amazing and. AI is definitely going to, it's, it's here to stay and might as well learn how to use it to work for you in whatever season of yeah, life. I mean, a lot of people are concerned. Yeah. A lot of people are concerned that it's going to start taking away jobs and it will, mm-hmm. but it's going to take away the jobs of people that don't know how to use it, you know, and I'm 100% not a business coach. <laughs> so that's a whole other thing, but, but um, there's no reason for you to not use AI at, for some part of your business, whether it's just caption, whether it's coming up with content, whether it is um, doing market research, um, competitor analysis, target audience analysis, um, all of that. Um, yeah, you don't, you're going to get a return on that. Absolutely. I had listened to a podcast, I believe this was with Lori Harder, and she was or no, maybe it was Amy Porterfield. I don't know. She was interviewing someone about AI and they were saying how, um, yeah, a lot of copywriters were scared that they were going to lose their jobs or businesses because of AI. And what it really came down to is that no, not really. It's just that these copywriters are going to need to learn how to use AI. So even yeah. copywriters yeah. need to learn how to use AI so they can help their client even more. So everyone's going to, one way or another, need to, they will need to learn how to use it. I mean, we could totally have an entire episode all about AI. So, (laughs) but I do want to, um, (laughs) because it's such a big, such a big topic. And 
I feel like it's still a pretty hot topic right now with, you know, this year, but I did want to ask you one last question before we, we wrap up. And in this, in the constantly, you know, evolving world of Instagram, social media, and all these different trends and so many things changing, how can mompreneurs be prepared for all these changes that are coming up with social media? Because we hear Instagram just came out with this new thing with TikTok, now this new thing. And so there's all these different things happening that sometimes it can feel scary right. because it's like, okay, well, I just, now I have a presence on, on Instagram and now Instagram's going away. Right. I, I'm just throwing that out there. God, I hope not. <laughs> I know. I hope not, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what can they do? Like, how can they prepare for all these changes and all these trends happening on social media? Right. So here's the thing, unless you're a social media manager, it is so hard to keep up with the ever evolving world of social media. So you can do a few things. One, you can just try to keep up with it yourself. Follow accounts like Adam Asuri, which is the head of Instagram. He'll keep you updated. But that can feel very overwhelming because he's constantly sending sending updates. Um, You know, you could follow influencers. Hold on a second before do not follow just any influencer okay there's very specific people that you should be following if you are a business owner we're not going to be following lifestyle influencers right because those are not business owners we're going to be following people that are in social media and they'll keep they can help you keep up with any updates as well as you learn from them um so some of my favorite are you know obviously me so <laughs> but other than me, obviously me um other than that I mean Shannon McKinstry she's amazing Manu from the like your your template club no that's her other business but there's there's so many there's also Emily, and I, I don't want to say her last name because I'll butcher it, but there's a bunch of people that are really, really good, and they'll keep you updated on all this stuff, or join some sort of social media membership where there, they'll also keep you updated. Um, there's a lot of very reasonably priced ones that that way you can make sure that you have that kind of support as well, because I do understand it is... I mean, it's literally my full-time job. So yeah. it's a whole full-time job on its own to be keeping up with all the changes of Instagram with what is used now. You know, like, for example, a lot of people, when they repost their stories, uh, their their Post. their new posts to stories, right? Before, what, like a year, a year and a half, no, even just a year ago, you would repost the, sto- uh, the post to stories and then you would cover that post, right? oh yeah we don't do that anymore yep right but I see people doing it all the time but they just they haven't gotten the memo so you know that's something that you that it's hard it's really hard to keep up with right we're focusing on different types of hooks that are now people are attracted to because no longer it's like three tips on how to improve your social media that doesn't resonate with people anymore right so where it's 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 a lot and it's like I said it's literally my full-time job but so for somebody that is not in this it can be definitely overwhelming so you can either follow you know a select few I wouldn't go overboard on following people because and then it's gonna be like 
just yeah, too so much. much information. You're going to yeah. get overly stimulated and overwhelmed and we yeah. don't want that. Yeah. Um, or just join, you know, a kind of a little membership that you'll get more out of it. Yeah. Finding these experts who will give you the information that you need without becoming mm-hmm. overwhelmed because right. there is so much information out there that can feel overwhelming. And with all these different voices, you you just get to square one. Like, okay, who do I listen to? What do I even do? Some say, yeah. you know, use trendy music. Others say don't use trendy music. And so it's like, what yeah, do you I- You have to find people that are not going to make you feel overwhelmed. People Absolutely. that you- or like, I like the information that they're giving me. I, I, I resonate with them. It's the same thing. We go back to like really resonating with them. So if you resonate with X person, it doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily resonate with X person. Um, you know, so it's, it just, it really, you have to find somebody that's going to spark joy in your life and make you want to post and have fun with it. That's where it all comes down to. Absolutely. I I love that because we go back to square one of how we literally started this podcast episode is have fun. It's about having fun. And when we lose the fun is when it becomes so tedious, it becomes so, uh, I don't want to do it. This is so overwhelming. And when you feel that you no longer want to continue with your social media and posting and doing anything with it because it becomes more of like a chore than an than something that you mm-hmm. actually enjoy so that was so good yeah, and I feel like everybody needs that yeah I think everybody needs that 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 reminder gosh I even need that reminder because sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I don't want to I'm like yeah why don't I want to I get the opportunity yeah to do so this yeah. and kind of for free I mean time is money yeah. but it really is I mean you're able to reach all these people it's true for free you know if you put in the time it's so true. So speaking of that, I know that these amazing mamas will want to connect with you. and will probably have questions about social media. If you're not following Talisa already on Instagram, you got to follow her because the tips and the information, the content that you post and that you provide to your audience are literally so simple and so easy to implement that if you feel overwhelmed very easily, you're not going to because you literally show them how not to and how it's it can be that simple and still run a successful business as a mom and still succeed. So where can they connect with you? Where can they learn more about what you have to offer? Yes. <laughs> so you connect with me on Instagram. That's definitely the best way to connect with me. It's at socially.ez, the letters E and Z. Um, right there that, you know, you can DM me, follow me. So just so that you understand why it's E and Z, my target audience is people mostly that serve children and families. And my kids' names are Enzo and Zoe. So that's why I named my, my business socially EZ. I love that. Oh, I love that so much. And do you have any freebie that you're able to offer this amazing audience um, in regards to? Okay, go ahead. We're saving time and we're utilizing AI. So I'm going to have, I'm going to give your followers or your listeners um, this AI caption template where it not only is going to teach you how to use 
AI. So I give you all these caption templates and then you're going to input it into ChatGPT with a prompt that I give you and it's going to spit out these captions in your brand voice. So we're saving time and we are getting the captions ready. So this is also another way to kind of reverse engineer content because a lot of people start with the content and then they write the caption. So if you're kind of stuck, you're not really sure what to do for content, you're going to write the caption first and let ChatGPT tell you what kind of content <laughs> to create. So, um, you know, this is a great way, again, to save time. We we're busy you know we we have to do laundry we have to cook we have to take care of the kids the kids have a cold we have to say then the husband gets a cold it's the whole thing so <laughs> we need to save time and this uh this freebie will be perfect for for that i love that oh my goodness Lisa! thank you so much this has been such a great great episode great interview i know like i said that you have so much to offer and we're not even touching the surface of what you no. what you do but I know that these amazing moms are going to be after listening to this episode, they're going to be feeling more empowered and excited to use social media. And I love that you're offering this freebie because it's something that is so simple that they don't even have to think about copy paste. That's all I got to do. That's as much thinking mm-hmm. you got to do. So thank you so much. And we will end it here. So until next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into another empowering episode of Minding Bliss. I hope you found inspiration and practical steps and strategies to elevate your mindset and navigate the joys and challenges of mompreneurship. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an opportunity to feel your growth and transformation. And hey, mama, you know, sharing is care. So feel free to share this podcast with other mompreneurs who could use a dose of inspiration in their day. Also, I would love to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway? Send me a personal message to my Instagram at empowering period mompreneurs and let me know. Now, before I go, please remember this one thing. You have the power within you to create a life of bliss. It all starts with the transformative power of your mind. Keep believing in yourself, taking inspiring action every single day and embrace the journey. Until next time, Mama, keep thriving, keep shining, and keep minding bliss.